2: What's up? And thank you for checking out the podcast. This is Off The Air, more banter, less filter. Today, we're teaching you how to vape on an international flight and get away with it. You're welcome. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is Off The Air. It's Marcus and Sandy, producer Jason, of course, again. What are we talking about today? Uh, I had a friend give me the best life hack ever if you smoke marijuana. Whether medicinal or otherwise He does a lot of international flying And has figured out how to vape on an airplane
0: Okay can I, can I back up for a second? Sure I want to get to know you a little better
2: Okay Is this you? No Are you like a stoner? No This is why this is so fascinating to me Because a couple of things are in play here Yes, I did smoke weed in the 90s And I also know there are a lot of high school kids listening A lot of younger kids listening <laughs> And so I want, to ma- I want to do a disclaimer You want to be a judging me, <laughs> <Yeah>. grandma
0: <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant
2: So we have a big stoner audience No, no, no <laughs> My point is this, if you are underage and listening to this podcast, which you should not be, that's A, because we say 18 and over. We do? Yes, we do. We say explicit. The thing about it is this, I made a conscientious decision in my early 20s to smoke weed. But up until that point, up until the point where, I, where society deems I am an adult, I did not touch this stuff, I don't think it's good for your brain development, I don't think it's good for you socially, I don't think it's good for your body, but I made a, an informed decision after much research that I wanted to light up when I was about 19 or 20. There you go. What was the research? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I researched the effects on my body. Like, what is this going to do to me? How's it going to feel? What are the after effects?
1: I don't care. Can we talk about why vaping on a plane? Like, I'd rather just hear why you're I'm excited sorry. about. I was it. just
2: you fascinated are... by.
0: I didn't know. I thought Marcus was a stoner because no. he came in the other he morning. Had
1: a phase. He had a phase. Because he phase. came
0: in five a.m. one morning and I was here, and he tells me how excited he am he is
2: for this topic. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking. Like, is this guy a secret stoner? I don't know. It here's why it's exciting for me is because now that marijuana use it, recreationally is legal, every single person I know is coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. They're coming. Out of the woodwork, They're well, and you're out of a closet. parent, and
1: you know a lot of parents who are doing it and now.
2: But just about every single person <laughs> I know—not to out every single person I know—but somebody out there that you know is either vaping, eating gummies, eating chocolates. Uh, my own mother does the CBD oil, and again. It's not about getting high. Mm. A lot of people do it medicinally, mm-hmm. right? Where it, it I love the CBD topical oil. <laughs> Anti-inflammatories. Mm-hmm. I opens. love that that exists.
0: We will get to the plain thing in a second, but now I have to ask, yes. what does that do to you? What does that mean, oil?
1: It's a—it's topical, and it gets absorbed in your skin, uh-huh. and it usually it relaxes your muscles. It can yeah. get <laughs> puffed up.
2: See, j- see, the problem is this, is that Jason, who is the grandmother on the show, is still of the idea that if you touch any sort of of cannabis or hemp product that you are a stoner
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: I- that's where in- instantly you're at right now. addicted your Correct. life is going Correct. down the drain. he's that he's <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he's that friend so judging so, good like,
1: luck when your son is a is a teenager and asks wait. you questions and you're just going to be like can't wait. you're you're going to go down in flames yeah. we we weed,
0: one- weed one day heroin the next and then you're just one of those crack people that you see on the news <laughs> and it's just the sad jason. sad sad story jason
2: is like like for example i was i was listening to a story about the nfl and they were talking about how Uh, They'll they'll prescribe opioids all day long, but not the marijuana because that's bad. Okay, (laughs)
1: remember when I had my um oxy oxycotton after my surgery, my knee, yeah, Yeah. and I would be here at work, which you shouldn't be, but I had to drive. (laughs) I made
2: her come in. I guilted her.
1: He made me come in, so I had. her for life. Thank God I could drive with my right leg because the the left leg was in a a cast. I couldn't do it. So I had my one leg, and anyways, I just remember that stuff was so strong yeah. that I felt the chemicals in my brain change. What you... I felt like a unicorn was dancing around in my head, <laughs> and that it was wrong amazing. With that, but not
2: while you're driving to work.
1: It didn't matter. I shouldn't have been. Well, coming You made to her work.
2: drive, Marcus. Yeah, I, I had know. no choice. We for life. I'll never hear the end of it. You we'll, won't. Be, we'll be ten That's years right. into this gig. I'm trying,
1: i was actually. I wasn't even gonna crap on you there. I was just really just saying that that stuff. Was glorious, and I can see why people get hooked on yeah. it.
2: My issue is this: my issue is like, for example, with the NFL, where again they will prescribe these painkillers all day long. But I actually heard one of the owners of one of the teams go on record as saying, "No, I would not support marijuana in the NFL. I do not like uh, how it can be a great gateway drug." And I'm like, "Hi, the 1960s called." Is that your like, Jerry Jones voice? Something like that, oh, but okay. you know what I mean, like. And, and I have turned the corner, because I used to be like Jason, where I was like, no, mm-hmm. this doesn't feel morally right. But then like, I talk to people about the medicinal part of it, where you take the THC out, the hallucinogenic products out, and you just focus on the anti-inflammatory. Now, the two guys that I'm about to talk about, they're complete stoners. That's oh. a whole different thing.
1: <laughs> but see, this is why one day I will try ayahuasca. I want to try Whoa. it. I want to try it. All right. What's that? I'm scared, but I want to try it. It's that plant in the Amazon that it's it's a hallucinogenic thing, and it's supposed to be very healing. Oh, you're
0: on like a vision quest,
1: kind sort of, sort of. I don't know. I mean, I've never done it, but sort I I'm, I very much want to. Uh, I'm terrified because a lot of people get really sick. Yeah. Um, but anyways, my my whole point is I'm. Open to things, uh, even though I'm super, super, uh, not gringo, what's the word? I'm a square. I've She's not even I've only of square. had pot, that's it. Yeah. That's
2: all I've ever done. And the thing about it is, and I, again, I want to, as, as a parent, if you, you are underage, you're listening, or if you're a parent, you're horrified that we are promoting drug use, we're not. What I'm saying is, as an adult, I made a conscientious decision, and now that it's legal, I feel empowered to talk about my, my journey. So, like, in the 90s, when I, was, when I first moved out of the house... Uh, I would catch a little bit of weed, smoke a little bit of weed. But I thought to myself, well, if I ever buy it, then I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Then one day I bought weed. <laughs> <laughs> and the the issue is, for me, is like, it's cool. And then I don't feel like doing any, anything for three straight days.
1: Actually, from what I've heard, <laughs> Jason, so Marcus would be great to work with because he's quiet when, yeah. he's, when he's high. He just he's quiet. Well, that's fine. Off
2: the air, my wife laughs no, that'd be because. Really nice
0: on
1: the air <laughs>
2: <laughs> So rude. She knows, like, if I step out with one of my buddies, if we're at a cocktail or something, um, she knows because I'll be super chatty and then I will be super quiet and just sit there. <laughs> I'm not a functional stoner. I don't know how people can like get up, wake and bake or or go to lunch, have a meeting.
1: It's literally a part of people's lives. I can't
2: do it. We had a, a girl who
1: worked here. Who's one of my good friends now. She doesn't work here anymore, but I would never have guessed that mm-hmm. I went out once with her and her husband, uh, dancing. And before we were standing in line, they got out a vape pen. I'm like, yep. what? Like people, you would never even. And, and I said, do you guys do this? And she's like, yeah, well, she goes usually after work, like, yeah. It's just one, one or two little puffs for them is what works. Um, mm. Everyone's different, though.
2: You know how lazy and laid back I already am. Just imagine <laughs> me. Oh, I would just imagine me. a bump
1: on a log. Completely. Just
2: bump on a log. You want me to do what?
1: Mom and Dad, if you're listening to this, just don't. Uh, they listen to they, this? They do. They listen to all
2: of our podcasts. <laughs> Your parents? Yes. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Steck, listen, when, we, when I do come to the house with the family and we go for the pool party, just hide the weed. It's all okay,
1: because they have it, I'm sure. You guys have a
2: pool? We do. Well, yeah.
1: I would love to do a, a show yes. Let's do a show barbecue at my sure, house this not? year.
0: Yes. Why not? Okay, Come wait, on. so tell us about vapes on okay, a plane. Vaping so, on a plane.
1: That's
2: so uh, I have two friends, super successful, super awesome dudes, very functional stoners. You can have full conversations with them, uh, but they smoke weed like crazy. Okay. They were talking about how much weed they smoke. And it's thousands of dollars a year. Thousands. Okay. Oh my God. Wait, is this
1: something you would have guessed had you not known them?
2: Well, it's one of those things. It's like a shoulder tap where you where you meet somebody, you do that, that bromance dance, and you get to know each other, and then one of you starts talking about weed, and then the other person goes, oh, brother, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're in the circle, and the vape pen starts coming out. You know okay. what I mean? And then it's your choice whether or not you want to hit it or not. More often than not, eh, I'm kind of 50-50. Okay. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But these two guys were sitting around and my buddy goes, dude, and he does a lot of international traveling, he goes, I have figured out how to vape on an international flight because it's not legal, Yeah, right? So he then he runs me through the process and he goes, here's what you have to do. You wait until cruising altitude, you excuse yourself to the restroom... This is gonna gross, Jason. Is, I'm out, already rolling way. my eyes. You're so such a judgy little grandma. <laughs> well,
0: you can't go ten hours without. See, I mean, <laughs> at least the judgment's out.
2: At least what's in his head is coming out of go his mouth. If there is no. a
1: shape more rigid than a square, Jason <laughs> would be that. Is there anything with less angles? Because that's Jason.
2: So at this point, I'm fascinated. i like, how do you smoke on an airplane? So you take your. Vi- by the way, don't do this with a joint because it won't work. This is this is a vape pen. Where it's there, you smell the weed, and then it's gone. You go into the bathroom at thirty-six thousand feet cruising altitude. You do your business, whatever it is, number one, or preferably not number two. And then, just as you're about to flush, well, y- you take a gigantic hit, and then let it settle in. And as you're hitting the flush button, you blow into the toilet. Into the toilet.
0: <laughs> you stick oh your head where you just God. dumped. <laughs>
2: That's stupid. he chair. swears by it he swears by it and he was so convinced that if we talked about this on the podcast like the faa would instill new regulations and be like uh extra monitoring Can't on the you bathroom just
1: like take a washcloth get it wet and then blow into that i what don't know that- i'm
2: not a pro like you are sandy i
1: don't know i just thought of it right now for reals uh i've never vaped on a plane
2: i used to actually smoke in the shower i would smoke <laughs> uh, i get the water really hot so all the steam was there And my parents didn't really know what weed smelled like, and I would just, I would smoke half a joint in the shower while I was showering, and it worked.
1: The other day, the other day, Jesus, I'm out of it. Two years ago when I went to Mammoth Mountain, Uh I was in the airport, and I was so stressed out, and at the time, I had a pen, mom and dad, don't worry about this, just turn it off. Turn it off. Apparently
2: you didn't hide the weed well enough back in the 90s, Mr. and Mrs. Steck.
1: Okay. Anyways, (laughs) so I had a pen, and I was just like, ready to get the party started. So I told my Mm -hmm. friend, I'm like, hey... I'll be right back. I, I got to hit this just once. I got it once. Right. So I was in the bathroom stall, you know, one, just one, but it was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I made it count. Didn't even try to hide it. I mean, I anyway, sure. And that one got me so fucked up yeah. that not I left my uh, license somewhere. And then I left my uh, debit card at another place. All within about a half an hour, and then I I was running around looking, and I felt my friend was so pissed off at I'd me because She you. is just as square as Jason, not as vocally judgmental, but I'm sure it's <laughs> internal in her head. And she, I could see how, how pissed she was because we were <laughs> boarding our flight, and I was still looking for my license. I heard my name on the overhead. Please come to the whatever. I'm like, oh "Oh my God. Wow, I'm sweating under my armpits, running to different gates. It was awful. So that was the last time I'll ever try to relax at the airport (laughs) before the flight. I think I'll just take a drink or something next time.
2: I don't know how parents do it. And look, I'm not judging anybody. You do you because there are a lot of functional stuff. Again, some of it's medicinal. Some of it is getting stoned. But like, when you have kids around or kids in the house and you have to be responsible, I don't know how you do it. I can't do that. I don't do that when my daughter's around at all, period. I just yeah. can't. It's just not responsible. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do. It just blows my mind. Uh, what else were these two guys talking about? Oh, oh, that, w- that was the night that I accidentally texted my buddy's wife instead of him after guy's night at like 145 in the morning. So we were talking about weed so much, they referred me to this episode of South Park where Stan- How come
1: it always ends in South Park?
2: Well, I, I haven't found South Park funny in like a For a, a certain set of males, it, yeah. yeah. But these guys were hell-bent on this one episode of the current season. By the way, it's still on the air, uh, where Stan's dad moves them to Colorado to open a weed farm. Mm-hmm. And so I got home at 1.45 in the morning and I screen-capped the actual episode that I was about to start. And I just wrote... What the fuck is happening? And I sent it to one of my buddies and then my other buddy's wife at 1.45 a.m., you guys. They have two children. She doesn't sleep but three hours a night, and here I am firing off... Uh, South Another Park hard-hitting
1: journalistic text from Marcus.
2: <laughs> so the next morning, my buddy's like, hey, man, the wife wants to know how the episode was. I go, what? And then I check my phone. I'm like, oh, Christ. <laughs> Texting And then I uh, And then I, I told my wife, hey, by the way, I accidentally test- texted so-and-so, and she just, just the eye roll was like, yep, that's my husband. That's my stud. That's the guy I married. Hey. So, she,
1: she should know by now.
2: Making those
0: good life decisions. Yes, Jason. The other weed conversation that Marcus told me this week... Was
2: your old roommate. What was oh. that story? So my old roommate from 1995, who happens to work in this office, but I promised I wouldn't drop his name, uh, he's like, hey, man, I got something that I found in a box. It was yours from like 20 years ago. You remember your Bob Marley pipe? I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it? Tell me it had dreadlocks on it. Come on. Yeah. It, have, like, it's, face it on it?
2: it's, it's a pipe with the, uh, the Jamaican flag on it, kind of wrapped in the, uh, in the cylinder. Oh, okay.
1: Did you get it from there? I did. Oh, that's kind of cool. Whoa. Oh, no, I
2: didn't get it from Jamaica. No, oh, no, no, Come on. I got it from Fresno. Oh,
1: Marcus. <laughs> Lame. That is not okay. But
2: it just pulled up a, a part of my life that I had kind of quietly put the trash can lid on. You know what I mean? Totally. Uh, and it was just like because
1: <laughs> Jason's still living his best life. Like, Jason hasn't changed in since you were, what, 20?
0: Dude, yeah. I peaked when I was 18. Why change stuff?
2: Have you ever done anything nefarious? He's gotten like. What do you mean? Drugs? No. Any sort of excessive alcohol?
0: Yeah, Shots? I told you that I stopped drinking because I was at a party and I got so drunk that I, like... You got scared? Well, I was rolling... Like, my wife had to... I don't remember any of this, but apparently she threw me into an Uber, yeah. took me home... I was rolling around on the living room floor, Mommy, just like s- speaking in tongues on the living room floor. So then she stripped me naked, put me in the bathtub yes. to try to calm me down. And then she didn't want to leave me there because she thought I might drown. So she sat there and babysat me for an hour. Were you in, in the water bathtub. then? Yes. Oh this my God. With yeah, my little level. wiener floating around. <laughs> so embarrassing
1: but that's what happens when you're we- fucked up like that you turn into a child yeah. you have to hope there's someone around that will take care of sorry, you and busy. by the way if that isn't true love I don't know what it is really
2: it is. because
1: that is listen the problem is your wife's
2: lady bone are gone forever yeah. <laughs> sorry
1: took a few hits that day
2: you want your partner
1: to know the best parts of you because yes. they light you up and like it brings out the best parts of you but there's also the human side of you yeah. that f- makes bad decisions that fucks up that doesn't embarrassing shit Yeah, and the hope for all of us and myself included if I ever meet someone is can he will he not ju- I'm already judging my damn self enough every day will he be kind enough to know that I have a good heart despite me doing something stupid yeah. you know
2: Marcus you're in deep thought <laughs> I just try, I'm trying to think of if I've ever had the, a moment like that with my wife which I'm sure I have the fact that I can't remember tells me it's probably happened several times I remember passing out at my own party Because I drank too much whiskey and not enough water. But the most vulnerable moment my wife has ever, I think, experienced with me was when I had my nasal surgery. Mm -hmm. And I'm all jacked up on painkillers. And she's got to, like, take me to the bathroom in that dress, in the the hospital gown. The hospital gown? And, like, help me. Was your ass
1: exposed? Oh, yeah, of course is. it is. Yeah.
2: Down, <laughs> down the hallway, Christmas socks, n- nothing but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she's got to get me home and like feed me the pills every four hours and then and then you know make my smoothies. And you're just all effed up. And my daughter was making me cards. But I, I want to have a story where she's got to like carry me up the stairs or something. Dude, but I, that, that's powerful too. Sandy and I have talked a lot off the air about you really,
0: like from what you just said, um... If someone's hurt in a relationship and you have to like take like broken foot, broken knee at a broken knee, whatever it was like, like my wife broke her foot. And, you know, we did what we had to do to make our lives work and get her to work every day or whatever. And she told me afterwards, she was like, I'm so thankful for you through that time because it was so emotional. We had our honeymoon planned for Paris and she broke it right before Paris. Oh, so that was like selfish. really emotional. Were you
1: guys in I'm Europe with the. She had the gotten. Foot she had
0: transitioned from a cast to a walking boot in Paris. So we took it slow, but we definitely saw everything we wanted to see and it was totally fine. Did you
1: get to board the plane first because to say Yes. So e-
0: everything nice. like <laughs> front of the line at the Louvre.
2: Move. everything oh yeah yeah oh because of the boot yeah absolutely was there any vacation sex what does that have to do with
0: anything marcus you're
2: curious. prying too I'm
0: much i don't appreciate that <laughs> oh, what does that have to do with my story about how in love we are <laughs> and how i helped her through because this really this great expression of this love is what he
1: does jason he doesn't listen to the story he just wants to get to yes. where he wants to
0: get yes, to
2: marcus married couples have sex <sighs> okay i just want to know if if you were able to get anything done on vacation in a boot
0: Y- yes, I'm sure. I, you know what? You that's remember? not the. That's not the number one memory I have, Marcus. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. all the spectacular once in a lifetime sights we saw. Not me banging. He's so twelve. <laughs> Did You guys,
2: bone. <laughs> oh, I'm twelve, and he just dropped <laughs> you, the bang word. You touch your okay. boobs. <laughs> Did you touch a boob? <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm sure, Marcus, but I don't this remember any specific evolved. stories. I'm sorry. I don't want specific stories. A simple yes Fine, or no yes. would be cool. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, you're so honest. Awesome. I appreciate that. Anyway, thanks for ruining my tender
2: moment. <laughs> no, it was a very tender moment. <laughs> yes, but anyway, but my
0: point is, like, when you have to see your partner through the worst times, right. that is the, the proof of the love test. Right there. That yes. is a test, I think. And for if you can't make worse. it through those times
1: my friend that got married uh last year was in the hospital two or three years ago and she was there for 40 days mm-hmm. and yeah. her husband uh fiance at the time maybe boyfriend i can't remember what stage they were in every single day he was at the hospital every yeah. single day and i was like damn that is a dream that would be my dream is to have a husband that dedicated because i don't even know if i could do that yeah. <laughs> honestly i don't know it's been so long you would in a you relationship. would I like dude know. if my wife
0: was in the hospital hell yeah yeah of course i'd be there every i wouldn't what, what am i going to go home and just like no be, you have yeah, to. Yeah, have no to be there. the
2: only reason i wouldn't be there is, is if the nanny had to go home yeah yeah Or if my daughter couldn't come with us yeah but you you know to jason's point you 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 change your priorities yeah and i remember when we first started dating gosh it's been 10 years and we had only been dating for two weeks and she was off to Vegas for her birthday, but then she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Like she got really sick and we couldn't figure out why. And I literally looked at her and I'm like, look, we haven't been dating long enough for me to like pr- 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 prohibit you from going to Vegas, but I would strongly suggest you not go. Mm-hmm. And then she went and she got like a, like a kidney something, oh my kidney gosh. infection oh, or something yeah, crazy. yeah, I remember you told me about this. And they had to, she had to end up going to the ER in Vegas and then she came home and and before she came home, I had laid out like a heating pad and oh, some, that's nice. some of mm-hmm. this and this, just comfort, you know, a, 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 a heat blanket and like all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, and- you
1: think you can do it on your own, by the way, like when mm-hmm. you get sick or you're hurt, because all of us want to believe like, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. But I cannot tell you how much it makes a difference when someone else is there helping you. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. will heal you. It will heal your cells. My parents helping me through my surgery changed changed it. I really think it sped it up. I felt so much no, better and the less love, alone
2: the love speeds it up and makes your body go alright I need. we need to stick around we can do this Yeah, and, and uh, I'm the biggest wuss when I get sick like here's my wife when she gets sick she's like still doing stuff when I get sick I'm on the couch man cold <laughs> <laughs> I'm total man cold yeah. here's me don't worry I'll be dead soon <laughs> so dramatic you can That's take off. the 401k it's okay <laughs> yeah. just take care of the baby I'm, I'm the same like I'm every the same. time yeah. I'll be dead she's like shut up <laughs> You have the flu, you moron. Who was
1: I? My, yesterday I was at my boxing class and uh-huh. I hadn't been there in forever. And I told them, uh, I was like, oh yeah, I got sick. They're like, they're like, everyone got sick the first two weeks of the year. I'm like, yeah. Marcus didn't. Nobody at work did. He's like, how how do you think he does I said, I don't know. I don't he just doesn't get sick. And I'm like, I think it's because he takes elderberry juice. I don't know. Uh,
2: you just get lucky. I, I listen to my body. I sleep as much as I can. You don't I drink sleep as...
1: that much? What are you talking about? I you try, get six hours. I sleep
2: as much as I can, but remember also nap during the day a little bit, half hour. I don't push myself to do this and do this and do this and do this and do this. I've I
1: think I've gotten really good at that.
2: I'm not saying that you do. But I'm not attacking you.
1: There's a butt. There's a butt somewhere. There's no
2: butt anywhere. Don't put your butt in there. There's <laughs> I have no butt. That's a different issue. Uh, no, but my my point is the other part of it is I think it's because of this microphone. I really do. This microphone muff right here sees a lot of action. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I'm right up on it. Hosers right up on it. There's a lot. There are a lot of germs in this room. Mm-hmm. The number of times that I sneeze and then touch this board. Ew. You know everybody does that. So I don't think, tell them. Ew. Yeah, I know. What, what I'm saying is, is I think it builds up my immunity. Because oh. my wife and my daughter get sick all the time I
1: know and you don't and I don't get it
2: You know my daughter brings it home from school The wife gets it, I'm cool um, Not sure I think it's because I'm such a disgusting individual mm. that I have great immunity because I have no qualms with germs. I whatsoever. don't know. It doesn't sound that scientific, but it almost makes sense. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm a filthy, filthy animal. It's
1: the same reason you shouldn't Purell your hands all the time
2: because
0: right. that strips your hands of the
1: bacteria right. you need. So maybe mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. You're just surrounded by nastiness and it's now your body's I don't used to it.
2: It's because I don't shower. But don't, don't sneeze and then touch the buttons because I touch those buttons too. I and... don't actively do it because okay. you saw me the other day. I sneezed and then I went over and used the Purell. He only did that because I was in the room. That's not <laughs> I think, That's so not true. That's not true. So kind of him. <laughs> anyway, uh, are we good here? I think yeah. we're good.
1: I think we peaked right. about 20 minutes ago. But no. We, I'm just Considering we just the kidding.
2: podcast was 21 minutes, I think we're doing just fine. All right. Uh, catch us online at Marcus and Sandy everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, individually and selfishly.
1: Yes, mine is at Sandy Steck. S-A-N-D-Y-S-T-E-C.
0: Radio Jason D on Instagram.
2: And it's Marcus D. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And thank you to everybody that pushed me over 3,000 followers. That was big. On Instagram. When much we got love. off the air today. I don't have to be quite such the thirst trap as I
0: was. <laughs> what, 950 you had less than 3,000? Yep. 951 you had 3,018? Yep. And
2: it just kept climbing after Amazeballs. that. balls. Thank you. Uh, if you are listening on the iHeartRadio app, you can also download our much more fam- family-friendly show, uh, if you search out Marcus and Sandy, if you're on iTunes, leave us a comment. We love it. And we'll talk to you next time.
1: With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky.
1: No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit
0: back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky?